everybody, and welcome to another episode. Yay! So, this week's episode is um, one that I did not plan. Um, it's I, I have a whole list of things that I wanted to talk about and plan. Like, I took time making this list, but like, you know, a couple of other episodes, um, it's not planned. So, this week I was talking to somebody and I was telling them that... I we have a frequent one of the frequent flyers that come into the ER. Um, he's constantly in the ER for eating stuff, like literally just eating stuff. Um, and every single time he eats something, the surgeon has to go in there and remove it, and it's always a problem. Uh, so last time the surgeon said, "Oh yeah, I'm never going to operate on you again if you eat anything else," and threatened him with, you know, you're not, you're going to have to just live with it. Um, and then again, he came in this week for eating some other non-food things and having to have surgery. And the surgeon was like, okay, again, this is my last time. But, you know, the last time is, and I said that the last time, this is going to be the last time, you know. Isn't that a, a Trey Song song? Like a, you said the last time was gone, this is going to be the last time. I don't know, it's a Trey Song song. Anyways, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, so it just brought awareness to myself that pica isn't a common condition that people are aware of like it's a common condition um but people aren't aware of it so that's what we're going to talk about today i'm finna educate you okay all right if this is your first time um, listening, my name is TK. I am a healthcare professional and I've been one since 2016. I've been in multiple states and in multiple different roles from an EMT, an MA, ER tech, mental health tech, um, and I'm in nursing. One thing that I've always encountered was people asking and wanting to talk about their health anytime they found out what I did for a living, which inspired me to start a podcast doing just that. So this is Health Talk, where you have the health and I have the talk. So let's know about it. Woo woo. is an eating disorder where a person compulsively eats things that aren't food and don't have any nutritional value or purpose to your body. Uh, depending on when and why a person does this, pica can be normal, ex- um, expected, and harmless. However, it can cause major problems if the person with this condition eats something toxic and or dangerous. Pica can happen to anyone at any age, but tends to happen to three specific type of group in people. Young children, especially those under six years old, people who are pregnant, we're going to get into that in a second, and people with certain mental health conditions, especially autism spectrum disorder, intellectual um, disabilities, or schizophrenia. Pica is uh, relatively a common condition, like I said. It's a common condition, um, but experts aren't really, like when I was trying to look up for like the actual statistics and the numbers, like they all were all over the place. So experts aren't really sure exactly how common it is. And the main reason for that is because research studies often don't use the same definition for this cl- for this condition as somebody else. And another reason that I'm going to get into as well. Um, It's also common for healthcare providers to miss the condition entirely. Um, This can happen when people don't tell their doctor about it or don't report signs of it um, in their children. Again, this happens when people don't tell their doctor about it. So like I say all the time, and I'm going to keep preaching this until y'all hear me, talk to your doctor. 
tell them what's going on. You don't have to, you know, make something bigger than what it is. Just tell them. We human too. We understand. Like, we're not going to judge. Like, that's the one thing. We could care less, okay? Um, Another reason that is that infants and, like, young kids, they often all the time put stuff in their mouth. Okay, and then especially like putting stuff in their mouth, they tend to like swallow a lot of stuff and it's a part of their normal development. So you wouldn't classify that as anything because it's a part of their normal development. And um, this type of pica usually goes away on its own and very quickly. So you don't really have to worry about it. So that's why that's not really considered anything. Okay, now pica is a condition where a person compulsively eats things. And since it's because it's and compulsively, people with this condition have a very hard time controlling their urges on their own. Okay. So a lot of people can say, oh, if you eat dirt, just stop eating dirt. Like, it's not that simple. I mean, it is that simple, but it's not that simple to somebody with the condition. Okay. Um, now, pica can have a wide range of effects depending upon what non-food item or items with an S um, the person eats. For people that eat things like ice, you know, or something like that, pica is harmless. Okay, so all my little ice eaters out there, like myself, I love some, oh, it's the crunch for me. Um, but all them ice eaters out there, it's pretty harmless. Actually, ice, I would encourage you know, if you're doing it because you're getting your water intake at the same time, especially now that it's a million trillion degrees outside. Go back to my heat stroke video if you want questions on that one. But, you know, if you love ice, this is your season, baby. Go outside all day, every day. And eat that ice. You'll be fine. OK, so pica's commonly hermit because everybody needs water in their body. OK, so that's it's harmless. Now, it can lead to other things, which I'll get into in a second. Now, for others that that eat different things, it can lead to dangerous or toxic items. It can do some damage to it, okay? So depending upon what you eat, pica can damage your teeth. Um, it can damage your organs, your blood, your you know intestines, your stomach lining. It can damage a lot of things, okay? So it's it's bad. All right, just basically it's bad, okay? Even the ice eating, if you chomp too hard, it can damage your teeth still too. So, you know, you might want to work out, you know, try sucking a little bit and don't eat hard, you know, like, uh, what's that? Sonic ice. If you have a Sonic, you know. Um, If you don't have a Sonic, I'm sorry. You don't know. But Sonic ice is, you know, it's kind of aerated and it's soft and it's good versus those big old hunk of solid ice cubes. Those can hurt your teeth. So get something that's a softer ice, like, you know, snow cone ice. Um, and dangerous, it can lead to dangerous problems um, when you have pica. It's even when you eat things that aren't toxic, like people that eat hair or, you know, stuff like that, that can be dangerous as well. All right, people with pica often feel embarrassed or ashamed about this condition. All right, and and it it can be shameful. It cannot be. Depends. Okay, what they eat might not eat. I was watching um an episode of My Strange Addiction, and a girl um was on there for eating car foam, and at first she was all embarrassed about it. Now she out in public at the phone store eating it in the back, and I'm like, what in the world? Like, you know, so that's actually a more toxic one. But hey, you know, teach his own. And there's, there's another dude on there that actually drinks his own urine. It was in the same episode. So 
I have a thing. I was like, oh, this is gross. Like, come on now. Like, you you peeing in a bottle and then you drinking it. I was like, okay, everybody got their limits, but I've been seeing it all, you know. And then he started smelling it. And it was a it was a whole thing. I'm telling you. Shout out to my strange addiction. No, this show isn't sponsored by him, but it should be because baby, let me tell you, they got some people on there for you. Um, now because of the embarrassment and the shame, a lot of people with this condition don't seek treatment or are afraid to open up to their healthcare provider about it. And that's also another reason why the numbers are so skewed because a lot of people are afraid to talk to their healthcare provider about it. So if they don't talk to them, the condition worsens or it just stays or, you know, something happens with them and then they're like, oh, I got to go to the ER because I got this blockage. Um, and that's constantly the theme of, of back to this show of my strange addiction is everybody that's on there has a strange addiction. They're like, oh, hey, have you gone to see a doctor about it? And they're like, no, I've never seen. So they always make them go as part of the show, I guess, it make them go to the doctor to get checked. And the doctor always tells them the same thing. Like, don't do that. You know, I just find that crazy. Um, but you know, and they, they break it down deeper, but if you don't talk to your doctor about it, he can't help you. If you don't talk to your healthcare provider, they can't help you. We can't get this problem solved. And the numbers are going to stay askew because of this. So, I mean, it's a condition that's common and we don't know how common it is because you don't want to talk about it. Go, go talk about it. You know, go just talk about it. Open your mouth. Talk. It's fine. Um, my daddy used to make this, this is a side note. I'm sorry, y'all. My daddy used to, um, uh, make this statement all the time when he'd be like, look in Texas, girl, we use our mouth to talk now, use it. And he would always be like, when I'd want something and I just wouldn't, or I needed something and I just wouldn't say nothing over my mouth about it. He'd be like in Texas, we use our mouth. We talk. So yeah. R.I.P. my daddy. I loved him, y'all. He he was a character. Um, now, the sole symptom of pica is completely, is compulsively eating things and completely eating things that aren't food or have no nutritional value or benefit to your body. Okay, that is the sole symptom. That's that's all. It's not like, oh, if you have a symptom of this, if you have a symptom of that. Nope. Pica is like one of those things that this is it. Either you do this or you don't. Like it's, it's it, you know, and most people with this condition prefer like a single type of non-food item that they eat. They're not just out here eating everything. Like I was going back to the show, the people on there, like the lady with the phone, she only, she preferred a certain type of phone. It wasn't just every phone. She performed car uh, cushion foam and like couch cushion foam, but any other pillow foam or whatever, it wasn't, she didn't care for that. So, you know, people that eat like rocks and pebbles, they prefer a simp- different type of rock, different type of pebble. It's, it's, it's a pickiness with it. It's a certain type of thing that they want with it. So that's a non thing. And then people with pica often eat the, some of the things like, um, ash, baby powder, uh, chalk, charcoal, clay, dirt, um, coffee grounds, hair, um, eggshells, even poop. That's a disgusting one. Yeah. Even poop, um, poop of any kind, like human and animal poop. Like, yeah. Um, string, thread, ice, um, laundry detergent, like the powder kind or laundry starch, um, you know, paint chips, uh, paper or rocks or pebbles, pet food, soap, 
um cloth um i'm seeing people eat like wool oh this is a common one cornstarch baby cornstarch now i know a lot of people pregnant and non that will tear up some cornstarch like put a thing of cornstarch and put it in their mouth and go to town with it um and i'm like okay all right cool now corn a lot of y'all think okay well cornstarch is you know something else it's not it is a food item but just like ice ice is a food item but it has no nutritional value to your body and that's why they're very clear on non-food or have no nutritional value because of things like cornstarch cornstarch doesn't have nutritional value to your body you're not you're not you know so that's not something that you can do so that's one of those examples of that but yeah i've listed a whole bunch i was just naming some things that i've seen people eat um but yeah they that's it's something that you know people eat do you know now experts don't know exactly why pica happens um reason being is because the numbers are skewed and so people aren't very forthcoming with it so they can't really do a whole lot of research on the data and it's not very researched as to why you know everybody has something different however researchers do know that certain factors increase the risk of developing uh, pica and one of those could be like cultural or learned behaviors now cultural or learned behaviors they're like some some cultures in in the world that eat clay or eat dirt you know, and it has no nutritional value, but they eat clay or eat dirt as a cultural thing. And so therefore, if you're over in that culture, and let's say you're in that culture and you're over there, and then you come over here and do the same thing, it can't really technically, you know, I mean, it can still be classified as PICA, but we're not going to classify it as PICA because that was a cultural thing. Now, you know, but if you do it over there and then you do it without it, that's something different that can lead to it. Um, stress and anxiety is a big thing because when you're stressed, you're just looking some type of relief. That's when you come into all the different things, okay? Negative conditions during childhood. So a lot of people, when they're young kids, a lot of the pica symptoms that happen start when they're young kids. Oh, when I was a kid, I was hungry. I couldn't eat. And the only thing I would eat was foam because it would fill me up because I didn't have food. You know, that wasn't the girl's story, but, you know, I'm just making a statement. I'm using her as a phone group. Shout out if you the phone girl. Um, hey, I'm no judgment, baby. Trust and believe. Your hair was cute. Just thought I'd let you know that. Um, so if anybody watches that episode and knows her, can you send her this episode and tell her I said, hey, and her hair was cute and her face was always beat and I loved it. Anyways, so... Um, Stress and anxiety and negative conditions during childhood can, you know, affect it. Now, if you're nutritionally not well yourself, like if your um, vitamins are low or if your iron is low or something like that, you may crave, your body may crave non-food items as a way to to signal you that, hey, I need this. Like there's things in your body, it's really weird. It'll crave something different to let you know something totally opposite. Like you can crave something sweet and you're like, oh, I have a tense craving for something sweet. And it's not that you want something sweet. It's just that your body wants some water or your body wants, you know, some food. It's just regular hungry, you know, and, and it's the weirdest things. Right. But just if you're nutritionally deficient in anything, it can happen. Um, if you have any type of medical health, mental health 
um, conditions, you know, like schizophrenia, bipolar, something like that, then it's easier for you to develop pica. You want to know on something and stuff like that. Perfectly, I mean, not perfectly fine, but it's perfectly within your realm. Um, certain medical conditions, um, like sickle cell anemia or even pregnancy. Like I said, pregnancy can, you know, that that is a beast in its own. Your body and your hormones are going through so many changes in a short amount of time, and you know that can be. Whew, yeah, I know. Trust me. Um, now, certain medications increase the risk um, of someone developing pica or similar behaviors. But if you have it because of your medications and you talk to your healthcare provider, again, you can get it changed and get you and get that on the right track. Okay. But it's unknown if these medications are actually the cause of people developing pica. So I want to be clear about that. Um, but I mean, again, it still warrants a, a talk with your healthcare provider about it. Okay. Now, when it comes down to diagnosing PICA, um, it requires about four different criteria. Now, the time that you've been doing it. So if you just ate dirt for two days and you go say, oh, I have PICA. No, no, baby, go ahead. Go on about your business. Okay. Now, but if you've been doing this for quite some time, months, years, weeks, you know, like a long time, then yeah. Okay. Um, your mental development, like I was saying before, if you have you know, some type of learning disability, or if you have some type of mental health issues, you know, they can be help you diagnose it. Um, if there's no social or cultural factors, like I was stating before about if you, if you have a culture that likes to eat clay and likes to eat dirt, then they can, they're not going to diagnose you with pica because it's a cultural and social thing. Okay. Now, if you have, um, medical you know health or mental health conditions and stuff like that but it's more so on the medical health part if you're medically good and you nutritionally sound then you know they can be like okay but she's steady over here eating paper all right she's steady up there eating fabric softener then okay you might have it okay now most of the tests for pica are looking for problems that happen because of the condition. So there's no real specific, oh, this is the test and that makes you have it. But like the test that we do run and that the doctor, if you tell a doctor mentioned they haven't eaten this, they're going to do these, run these tests just to make sure that, hey, you're healthy and to say, hey, this can be happening or this could be happening. Your body's trending this way. Okay. Now these can include a variety of labs, like blood labs, um, urine labs, stool labs, um, different type of imaging and diagnostic tools, like, uh, ultrasounds, MRIs, CAT scans and stuff like that. Okay. Now pica and people who are pregnant, like which I told you, I was going to get to y'all, um, usually goes away on its own. Now, it could go away on its own as in after the first, second, or third trimester, or it can go away on its own after the baby is de- delivered. So that's that's usually. Now, if it stays around afterwards, then baby, you done crossed over to something different. But if you, during pregnant, I see a lot of times women during pregnant, they'll like crave the smell of certain type of chemicals like cleaning solutions and stuff. I know I seen a video of a pregnant woman doing it. And I was like, okay, that's normal. But 
your cravings and your body, like I said, your hormones are going through the roof, baby. Let me tell you. So that's usually now if it doesn't go away on its own, that's when you want to talk to your healthcare provider. Now, if you're eating the dangerous stuff, then talk to your healthcare provider while you're pregnant and we can work on something else. Okay, because harming yourself, you choosing to harm yourself is one thing, but you choosing to harm yourself and an unborn child is another thing. Okay, so basically you talk to your doctor about that. Okay, um. Children also usually grow out of pica, especially little kids. Like I said, babies want to put everything in their mouth. They're going to put you, but like, look, that ain't even food. Like, why are you sucking on that? Like, get it out your mouth. So, you know, they usually grow out of that, especially if someone teaches them the difference between edible and non-edible food and objects, okay? Um, that's usually what it is. Now, for children with intellectual disabilities or other problems that in- interfere with their learning, removing the problematic item and supervision are both very important at this stage, especially. So, you know, again, like I said, it's something that you can deal with and do. Okay, so if you remove and then they have the prop, they have the preference. So if you're like, hey, they only want to eat this type of fabric, if you remove that fabric and just watch to make sure they don't get to the fabric, you'll be good. Okay, um, the main form of treatment for pica is therapy. That That's it. It's therapy. And this, that because it's a mental thing. So it's therapy. Okay. Now with, there's different therapy methods available depending upon the situation and the individual needs. Um, a few therapy methods are possible to for like mild therapy, behavioral therapy, differential um, reinforcement type of therapy. Those are the different options you can do. Now, pica uh, is usually benign, but can become harmful again on what the person eats. So if you have pica, it's important to have an honest discussion with your healthcare provider about it. All right. Again, talk to your healthcare provider. Talk to us. Talk to us. We talk back. Okay. Like we're not finna judge you. We don't. I, I'm. I got wild stories that I can. Crazy stories that I can tell you about of people telling me some things, and I'd be like, Oh, okay. I don't care. That's your life, not mine. But when I do it, nah. And when I think you're strange, no. I mean, it's your life. Go on about your business. Okay. So if you have pica, it's important to be honest. And to discuss with your healthcare provider about it, okay? Because once you talk to us and discuss with us, we can offer guidance and resources to help you or refer you to um, a healthcare provider with that special training in that condition. So if you want help, talk to us. That, that is simple. Like, it, it's simple, okay? Now, the recovery time for PICA depends on the treatment and how well you do it, all right? So what you put into it is basically what you're going to get out of that's it so your healthcare provider is the person that you would have to ask and talk to about the information about how long it would likely take for you to recover or what damage you've done and all that stuff like that and what you could do to help with the process make it happen smoothly all right now pica usually happens on unpredictability so there's no way to prevent or developing it or there's no way to reduce your risk of developing the condition the only thing i can say that you can do that relates to pica is making sure that you eat a balanced diet like i said nutrition is very 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 important and don't have any deficiencies of any essential vitamins and minerals in your body because like i said you could crave one thing that's super weird and wild and your body could be like no i just need a little bit more salt in my body like it's 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 dumb right and but that's just how it is okay now while it isn't exactly prevention or reducing risk 
because nutritional deficiencies don't count toward a PICA diagnosis, it's still important overall. Okay, so stay healthy. Um, if you have any cravings or anything, or if you've been eating, talk to your healthcare provider about it. You know, even if you don't feel like you don't want to give this up, I'm loving eating the rocks and the dirt, and you don't want to give it up, at least still have a nutritional balance. Okay, still stay healthy and still go to your doctor and talk about it. Still get yourself checked out, make sure you got the blood work done and all your tests done to make sure you're healthy. Okay, because we're not going to force anything on you that you don't want on yourself. All right, because we're we're here to help you heal you, not hinder you or harm you. All right. As always, though, I am a healthcare professional. I am not your healthcare professional. OK, none of this information should be used to diagnose and or treat any condition. Please see your healthcare professional for any diagnosis and or treatment plans. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed this episode. All right. Um, be sure to like, share, and most importantly, follow so you don't miss any episodes. All right. Bye.